Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hello, Zoe. How are you? I'm doing well. Too much food over Chinese New Year holidays. I think I'm getting some weight. It is time for some riding. Same here. Chinese New Year is the biggest festival for Chinese, just like Christmas in Western country. In tradition, most stable workers will return to their hometown, spending a week or two with their families. That's why riding clubs in China usually resume full operation on the second or third week after the first day of Chinese New Year holiday. Yes, and I think I can resume riding next week. Hey Jojo, we have updates about the 2022 Hangzhou Asian Games Equestrian Facilities. Let's share it in our China News section today. Of course, the Hangzhou Asian Game is the third time China has held the Asian Game. After more than a year of construction, the main campus of Tonglu Equestrian Center has successfully passed the pre-check by Hangzhou Asian Organizing Committee. The facility is currently optimizing and improving for the official acceptance in February and getting ready for the test event in May. The equation center covers 560 mu, approximately 92 acres, with 527,000 square meters construction area, including the size of 100 times 120 square meters main competition area. 5,000 square meter indoor training area, 240 stables, 5,000 meter cross country tracks, and over 3,000 spectator seats. It is one of the few venues in China that can host all three equestrian Olympic disciplines in international standards. During the 2022 Asian Games in Hangzhou, over 230 rider horse combinations from 23 countries will compete for six gold medals. The equine disease-free zone is one of the most critical part of the Hangzhou Asian Games equestrian event to prevent the spread of infection during the competitions. The promising news is the area was approved by the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs and will further proceed for the approval of the World Organization for Animal Health (NOIE) after the Hong Kong Jockey Club Chonghua facility. This will be the second equine disease-free zone in China. Currently, the team of 70 Category P staff officially started working in the facility. And it is the first facility where the operation team start working. Guys, if you like to get the most updated news about China horse market, please subscribe our program, and we will keep you updated on the 2022 Hangzhou Asian Games. Zoe, I'm fascinated by the Asian game. But for now, let's move on to today's China's club session and introduce Zhuo Yue Club to our audience. Zhuo Yue Club started in 2018, located in Chongqing Province. It is based inside a real estate named the Changqiaojiangshan site of Country Garden. This real estate has a reputation as a king of villas. I have spoken with the owner, Mr. Wang Lu, previously, and she mentioned that her thought was to establish a high-end riding club. Then that's why they partner with the real estate developer and invest over 80 million RMB in establishing the club. 
with a land area of approximately 100 mu, which is 16.5 acres. The club owns around 31 bloods and ponies and continuously importing more horses and these horses aiming to arrive when the pandemic is a little. The club adopted the German FN training system, providing professional riding training for different ages of riders. And they also provide horse livery services, horse trading, and catering all kinds of business events. If you visit Chongqing, I would recommend looking at the club, especially their clubhouse because they have a little Chinese horse museum. The club owners spend much time and cash collecting horse antiquities, which is very interesting. Zoe, for the China story today, continue our interview with Rubli family last week. Let's share the second part of the interview to our audience. As you said, you have been in China 10 years ago, and since then, you developed gradually your business and connection with China. You met and assist a lot of Chinese riders, coaches, professionals. So what's your feeling about the evolution in Chinese equestrian sports? Uh, can you give us some observation? How you see is the change where it goes, how the situation, how the sport evolves? in China? Um, yes, for sure. So in our opinion, the equestrian sport in China has changed and evolved a lot in the last 10 years. Both the know-how of the riding stable and the quality of the sport horses used in competitions have changed very positively. The Chinese riders have become more disciplinated and inquisitive. Mm -hmm. Many of the Chinese riders follow the European way as far as education and training are concerned. This seems to make sense in our eyes since most of their horse material come from there and the horses are used to the European system and riding style. We also find it very positive that a change in thinking is now taking place in many clubs. They no longer try to solve all the problems themselves. But one also noticed that as in many European countries, emphasis has been placed on the promotion of young upcoming talent for generations in the still young performance horseboard nation. In our eyes, this is very important and the right way. Great. So further to this observation, as you may see, there's a lot of young riders in China now, and it's very new for their parents, the equestrian sports. If you can give a piece or a recommendation to them, especially for the young riders in China, what would it be? Yeah, so we think that China in general is on a good way. I think um, that one should try to scout more young talents and support them, for example, especially in the clubs. Talented riders should receive a qualified education in the equestrian sports from the ground up. So, for mm -hmm. example, as it is already in some Chinese clubs. And this should be made possible even more, for example, as in Europe, through the possible performance-dependent scholarships for talented young riders, because mm -hmm. we all know that riding is a very expensive sport, and with such a scholarship, you can provide the young talents so they have even more a bit of a support in regarding of the education. And I also think that qualified junior staff, especially in the administrative area of riding clubs, plays a very important role in the education. 
because the Chinese training centers should involve much more foreign experts in their training, for example, through online lessons or live broadcasts. This is also one of the reasons why we found Lupuli Mashu, because we think that young riders in particular, especially in China, but also in Europe, need to constantly improve not only their practical riding skills, but also their theoretical things. We so often experienced that young riders come to us, they ride properly, but they have very little to no theoretical foundation and thus cannot execute the practical riding lessons properly. Theoretical fundamentals are the foundation for the practical riding. You see it also in the US and also in Europe. Likewise, yeah. we think that the theory is essential if young riders later want to train other riders or if they want to devote themselves to training young horses in China, but also all around the world. I cannot agree more because, as you said, equestrian sport is such a partnership sport. Yes. Not only we have to know about the human, about the riders, but we have、uh, so much to learn about horses. So I think, as you said, the theory is very important to support the riders go further and to progress even better and faster. Yes, you are right. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much, Andreas and、uh, Joanna, for your sharing. I think what you have done and you are doing is so great. Good stuff.、I、really hope to join your live talk next time. And also, I hope that the coronavirus will go away very soon, and then the travel become、uh, possible again. And、uh, I think、uh, the exchange between China and Germany, Europe, and the rest of the world will become more smoothly ever than before. And、uh, let me assure you that the Chinese people. And the Chinese equestrian world is going very, very fast. Never stop,、uh, even during the coronavirus period. So I think the sport will become stronger in China in the future. And let's hope the young riders our future. So let's hope there will be better system for them. There will be more、uh, knowledge, more know-how,、uh, be introduced、uh, to China for for their development. Thank you so much for your effort. Thank you so much for having us、uh, in the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. A successful story of a European stable collaborating their business in the China market. Yes, and guys, it's the Valentine's Day on the following Monday. Other than spending romantic time with your second half, remember the China horse business life will conduct a special Valentine's Day edition. Please join us at eight to nine a.m. CET time. Yes, and feel free to leave us comments or questions at contact at wonder-horse.com. We are looking forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.